Good morning and welcome to Coffee with Alan. We're going to be talking about a martial art legend who passed away yesterday and talking about why people practice martial arts and the different reasons people practice and the benefits they can gain from that. Thought it was pretty appropriate to have my Korean martial art festival mug that I received this weekend when I was down there teaching. Pretty cool. It had all the instructors on there, a really cool painting that was done and the pictures on the mug as well. Very proud to be among such distinguished and great instructors. So that's a great mug to have on this day that we're going to talking about martial arts. Yesterday we lost one of the greats, Fumio Demira. Many people that are my age or older will remember these books from the 70s. And he was one of the most prolific early authors about different topics in martial arts, you know, especially some of the classical Okinawan weapons. You know, these are a couple off my bookshelf that you know I have. And he was one of the early authors, early pioneers that brought things to the United States. I could talk for several hours and we still would only touch a tiny little bit of the history of you know, such a great martial artist. I encourage you to watch The Real Miyagi. There's a documentary about his life and there's tons of things you can find on the internet and read about him. You can get his books still, but also check out that documentary to learn more about him. You know, they call him The Real Miyagi is because the Miyagi character of the Karate Kid was based a lot on him. And he actually did some of the stunt work and doubling work for Pat Morita in the movies. So check out The Real Miyagi. Find out more about, you know, such a great karate master legend, you know, Sensei Demura. And pay respects to all of his students, his family and friends as he passed away yesterday. Good morning, Jay. Appreciate you being here. I'm back in Montana, back at the normal time, you know, after this last weekend of having odd times of broadcasting. So I'll be at this normal time for a while until my next trip and then be back on a weird schedule whenever I travel. But I wanted to talk a little bit about martial arts today, you know, in honor of the passing of Sensei Demura. Um, after coming back from such a great martial art event, the Korean Martial Art Festival this last weekend, and sometimes I see people arguing and fighting and bickering about this and that regarding different reasons to practice martial arts, and they are all valid. And when people ask me what is the best martial art to practice, it depends on their goals for practicing. Why do they want to practice? And then it also depends who they have available to instruct because I believe the instructor is more important than the art. You can have a great art with a bad instructor, and it can turn the experience negative. You can have an art that maybe you didn't know anything about, but if it's a great instructor, you can have a wonderful experience. So often it's the instructor that's more important than the style, but the style needs to fit with the goals that you have for training. Often people will train for self-defense, fitness, competition, self-betterment. And you can train for several of those at once, but it's really hard to do all of them sometimes because your focus will be different in those. For pure self-defense, you're going to be learning things to hurt people that would be illegal 
and not applicable to sport competition for martial arts. If you're trying to be an Olympic athlete in Taekwondo or Judo, you know, a couple, or wrestling or boxing, those are also martial and they're Olympic sports. There are things that you're going to be doing in those arts that aren't as applicable to a self-defense situation. And some even would say that by doing the sport, it negates some of the self-defense application. So it's hard sometimes to mix them all up. Some martial arts, when you're learning really fine motor skills and different things, it will take an extremely long time to get to the level where you could actually do that in a real altercation on the street. Doesn't mean those are worthless to learn because you learn other things through them. And there are those that they study martial arts for a self-betterment aspect, and they could care less about winning trophies in competition, and they could care less about defending themselves on the street. And there are arts and styles that gear more toward that realm. And sometimes the same art can be practiced in different ways. I know people that are practicing art, and it is for the self-betterment, almost a spiritual aspect. And they could care less about fighting and self-defense. They don't care about competition. And I know other schools and people that train in the same art that have a different focus. And they do focus a little bit more on self-defense and fighting. And they make that same style more violent. And so even you have the same styles, the different schools and different instructors will teach differently. And nothing is wrong with any of these If you practice for one goal, great. If someone else is practicing for a different goal, don't belittle or criticize the way they do things because it doesn't match you and what you do. They may have different goals and different reasons for training. And all of us that train, we're going after our specific goals, but hopefully there is some self-betterment and some character building built into regardless of the style or reason you're practicing. I remember years ago when I first started teaching, one of my instructors, Sheehan Dennis Dallas, told me, Alan, if all you teach are the physical techniques and the physical aspects of the art and you don't include character development and becoming a better person, and learning some of the other things that we incorporate into the art, some of the philosophical things, especially in the classical arts, and that character and self-betterment. If you don't do any of that, you're missing out on so much that the martial arts can give to people. And and I've taken that to heart, and I, I believe it 100%, that while I train with a little bit more self-defense emphasis, I still want to preserve the classical art. And I often will show how some of the classical things that people will dismiss actually have different applications if you learn and go deep enough into it. But I also believe there is that philosophical element, the character building, the betterment of a human being, and then the fellowship among other martial artists like experienced at the Korean Martial Art Festival this last weekend. Those are all important elements of the martial arts. And if you're not practicing and getting those with your training, you're missing out, I believe. And some people are okay with that. 
Some people, all they want to know is the physical stuff of how to defend themselves, and that's fine. And when I go in and teach an active shooter response course and include a little bit of self-defense, or I go in and teach just a woman's self-defense class or something like that, that's what I teach them. The physical elements and the mindset of being a survivor and the simple basic things that can help them survive if they ever find themselves in a terrible situation. I don't go into the philosophy and all of that that you get if you come to the hop keto class regularly or if you go to your warrior's edge website or facebook page where i do share more philosophy and different things about self-betterment that i believe helps make a person a complete martial artist and all of us that do martial arts in whatever capacity have to recognize that some people don't want to be a complete martial artist they want to learn some bare basics to stay safe Some people just want to get a little exercise. Some people just want to win trophies. They want to compete and win trophies. All of those are okay goals. And we shouldn't dismiss other people's goals if they're not the same as ours. And we need to encourage people to pursue those goals and help them get there. That's why I've always said, you want to come and learn Hapkido from me? Wonderful. I can teach you this, this, and this. If you want an Olympic medal, don't come to me because I can't help you get one. Hopkido and the combative self-defense and the active shooter response stuff that I teach, they're not Olympic sports. And I will send somebody to someplace else that can help them pursue an Olympic medal dream. So we all need to do that. And we only know so much. And this, we were talking about this this weekend at the Korean Martial Art Festival, me and some of the other instructors. You know, we know this much, but by going to an event like that, we can expand and we're learning from different instructors and different things. And it helps expand our knowledge where then maybe we can't help this student with what we know, but we know just enough that we can take this student and send them somewhere else to someone else that can help them with those goals. And so that's, I think, important, too, and to to be able to understand our strengths and weaknesses and what we can do to help somebody and what we can't, but to know some resources that can help them. And so those are just a few things I wanted to share this morning about, you know, martial arts. I mean, it is a lifetime journey. There is no way you can learn everything when it comes to martial arts. And that's why it's so interesting and entertaining and educational just to learn the different stuff. And you're like, I've been doing it this way for 20 years. And like, oh, wow, he just showed me a different way that I had never seen before in the last 20 years. Boom, got something new to learn and practice. And martial arts are full of that if you expand your mind and expand your network and interact with others that can help you grow. And that will only help you help others grow as well and help them with whatever journey they're choosing. Whether it's a little extra exercise, whether they want to compete, where they want to learn to defend themselves, or they're trying to spiritual path and using martial arts to connect with their inner self to become better people. And all of that is available in different martial arts. Jay says big time. Thank you, Jay. If you're a martial art practitioner, wonderful. Stop and think about what your goals for training, your goals for teaching are. How can you expand those? How can you maybe get better? How can, what can you do to be even a better martial artist? If you've never studied martial arts and it's something that you want to begin with, 
Start checking out why do you want to do it, and then looking at different schools and instructors in your area, and find a school and an instructor that will help you meet those goals. You have to like the instructor and the fellow students, and you want a group that you can fit in with, and that's going to be different for every type of person. There are some guys that's like, yeah, I want that tough guy stuff, and they're going to go into an MMA gym and get along just fine. There are others that they don't want anything to do with that kind of, they're going to go to this school over here that's maybe a little bit more traditional and can help them with some other skills. Find the instructor and the students that will help you be comfortable, enjoy your training and practice, and reach the goals that you want for the study of martial arts. And it can be a lifelong journey, and it can be extremely fulfilling. And one of the best things that I have done through my martial art career, and I started in the 70s, you know, in my living room, you know, with books until I finally in the early 80s got a real instructor and began to train. But the best thing about the entire journey have been the relationships and the people that I have met literally all over the world. I know martial artists, besides my instructors in Korea, I know martial artists all over the world, literally. And those relationships have meant more than anything else with the martial arts. And, you know, a whole bunch of them are on that picture with me. You know, what a fine group of men and women that join in Florida every April. And that's that's a piece of those relationships that I've built throughout the world. And that is the best thing about my martial art journey. And I hope that if you study now or you begin to study, that your martial art journey will be as fantastic as mine has been. And hopefully we'll cross paths one of these days if we haven't yet. With that, I'm going to say goodbye. I have a lot of work to catch up on, you know, after coming back from a vacation, you know, that little mini vacation in Florida, you know, that work doesn't stop. You got to catch up on it so you can go on the next vacation next month, right? So I'm going to get busy with that. You have a fantastic Tuesday. We'll see you tomorrow.